co-host Tom, the savings captain, and of course, I'm joined by my producer, Radish, the hardest working dog in podcasting. Saving $100 a month on groceries, could it really be a $226,048.79 wealth decision? If you're new to the Money Happy Hour, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. And wherever you shop for groceries or listen to podcasts, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. So folks, today we are going to talk about shopping at Aldi. I'm going to look at who Aldi is. I'm also going to do a price comparison. If you shop for a basket of goods at Aldi versus a traditional grocery store, what you could expect to pay, what the difference is. And then of course, I'm going to share some listener and follower comments I got on Aldi based on the experiences they have had. Before we jump in, I do want to let you know, this is by no means, this is not a paid endorsement or advertisement for Aldi. I'm getting nothing from it. What I am getting is the opportunity just to share my personal experiences and what I've found out about Aldi through over the years. So the idea for this episode came from my friend Brent, the everyday dad on X. Um, A week or so ago, he shared his first Aldi experience with me, Uh, and it got my thoughts spinning. It was like, it was really interesting to see his first time shopper experience there, the thoughts he had, and and just the curiosity around Aldi in general, because it is a bit of a mystique and different shopping experience than if you've never shopped there before compared to shopping at a traditional grocery store. So Aldi, who are they? Well, Aldi is uh, the common company brand name of two German multinational family businesses. Uh, They operate 12,000 stores, maybe closer to 13,000 stores in 19 countries. So they were founded by two brothers, one brother named Carl and then other one named Theo. So Carl and Theo Albrecht. And I'll warn you, we're going to be speaking a little bit of German today, too, because this is a German-owned company. Back in 1946, Carl and Theo, they took over their mother's store shop in Essen, Germany. Uh, By 1960, they later uh, split the business up, but we're going to talk a little bit about that. They split the business into Aldi Nord and Aldi Sud. So Aldi North and Aldi South. And we're going to talk a little bit about how they how they split up. So in 1962, they officially introduced the name Aldi. And the name Aldi gets, uh, there's a little bit of mystique to it. It gets mispronounced. Where did the name originate from? It's, a, it's nothing more than a syllabic abbreviation for, for Albrecht, the brother's last names, and Discount, German for discount. So Albrecht Discount, in shorthand known as Aldi. So just standing for Albrecht Discount. So that's a little bit of the origin of of the name. So in Germany, Aldi Nord and Aldi Sud have been financially and legally separate since 1966. Uh, Both divisions' names may appear as if they were single enterprises with certain store brands and, you know, the efficiency of negotiating contractor companies. 
And I know in a few markets, and I got testimony on this from certain listeners and followers, like in Austria, for instance, they have expanded into Austria, but have, but have kept the original store name. I think it's Hoffer or Hoffler. So they do, they do uh, have some regional respect or differences when it comes to naming. So the two brothers, so why did they split? The two brothers split the company back in 1960 and listen to this. They split over a dispute about whether they should sell cigarettes. So Carl believed they would attract shoplifters, uh, kind of a visionary. That's all we hear these days, shoplifting in stores. But back in 1960, they were con- they were confronting that very topic, shoplifting. So it's kind of interesting. This almost 13,000 unit operation is split over a decision made 60 something years ago over the basis of shoplifting. So Carr believed they would attract shoplifters while his brother Theo did not. So this led to Theo running what is now known as Aldi Nord and Carl running Aldi Sud. At the time, they owned about 300 stores and had a cash flow of about $90 million a year. So they're operating in 19 different countries as we speak now. Um, There's two other things that really jump out about Aldi. There's the uh, some people will say, well, Aldi and Trader Joe's, they're the same company. Well, that's, that's true, and it's partly true, and it's partly false. So a few years back, Aldi did um, purchase the interest in Trader Joe's, but Trader Joe's is, is run as a completely separate company, completely separate from Aldi. But there's very similar experiences in, I think, the shopping experience there as far as lack of selection, just core selection, relatively small, small stores with Aldi having um, less less when it comes to um, fanciness and selection. The other big thing that um, Aldi has done recently in the last year, and this is in the U.S., there's a chain of grocery stores, Winn-Dixie and uh, Harvey's is the name, but Winn-Dixie's is known a little bit. It was a strong name and really has had a hard time competing with um, the Kroger's of the world, Walmart. But Winn-Dixie still operated 400 stores in the Southeast, principally Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, and Mississippi. In August of last year, Aldi did acquire uh, Winn-Dixie and Harvey's. So that's a little bit of a background on the history. We can go much, much deeper. The more I read about the history of Aldi, um, the more I was amazed. So I think the two takeaways are Aldi does operate as two divisions, depending upon the country and regionality. In the U.S., it is Aldi Sud or Aldi South. And in other parts of Europe and the world, uh, you'll, they'll still be Aldi Sud, but you could also run into Aldi, um, Aldi North version of it as well. So where is Aldi? Aldi is in, I said, 19 different countries. The, most of the stores, as you would guess it, close to 4,000 of them are operated in Germany. Uh, the U.S. is a close and a closing, uh, closer second. 
with uh, about 2,300 stores, so really popping up over the last decade, town to town all across all across the United States. There's a couple of things I want to, before I go into my recent shopping trip, the captain and his wife went to Aldi, and then we did a price compare at a local grocery store. Before I do that, I just want to talk a little bit about my personal experience with shopping at Aldi. So years ago, I can't remember when it was, 2016, maybe 2018, my wife and I went to an Aldi for the first time. And I'm like, what in the world is this place? My God, you've got to bag your own groceries. The shopping carts are locked up. You have to put a quarter in to dispense it. There's not much selection here. Um, all private label stuff or 90 something percent private label. Some just some crazy brand names that they use for their labeling. And uh, didn't really think much of it at the time. It was kind of a one-and-done Aldi shopper. But a few years after that, and I'll credit my wife for this, she's like, just started shopping at Aldi consistently. Now, we don't get everything there because it's just a limited selection. You're not going to get every cut of meat, every possible ingredient you might need for a recipe, but you could probably fill a large portion of your pantry with their offerings. Then we kind of fill in at Costco buying things in bulk, what we need, and, and going to a lo local grocery store for the rest. So now it almost pains me. Like if we have to go grocery shopping and we can't get over to Aldi, it's like, I know I'm just throwing money money out the window whenever we don't shop at, old, at Aldi. So that's been a little bit of my transformation. And I know in the United States, uh, I don't know as much about this company, but a competitor of Aldi is Lidl. That comes up quite a bit, and they're popping up really uh, also from Germany. They're popping up from town to town in the United States as well. I've tried Lidl a couple of times, but maybe I've just become Aldi loyal, and that's where we go from a discounting, a discount grocery perspective. So, a couple big things where Aldi is able to really differentiates them and where they squeeze out inefficiency are a few different things. They strip out costs in a few things. Shopping hours. Most Aldis are generally open either 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. and they close by 8 o'clock in the evening. So they don't operate a 24-7 or an extended hour grocery. And the reason for that is, is, is true staffing. You know, it's for the limited number of shoppers that might shop outside those windows. Um, in a way, I'm kind of glad I'm not paying for that inefficiency. Uh, you'll notice a couple of other things. You're going to bag your own grocery. So when you go into, when you go into Aldi um, and you get ready to check out, you're putting your groceries on a conveyor belt. And they, oh my gosh, they got the fastest checkout people I've ever seen. You can barely keep up with them. Um, but they're putting, they're putting your purchase right back in another shopping cart. So from there, you have to go to about 20 feet away to, uh, it's like a shelf, a shelf where then you can either rebag your groceries um, with bags you've brought in. And another unique thing, when they stock their shelves, they, the merchandise is actually in the box. They just open up the box. So you're actually picking items out of the box. Well, that leaves a lot of empty boxes. 
So from there, you can actually take boxes off the shelf and transport your groceries home in the boxes. Um, so problem solved. There's no waste and they're cutting out their labor costs of not taking items out of a box and just putting it directly on the shelf. There must be a significant cost savings there. You know, and one thing I was impressed about with Aldi, when I looked at um, Aldi and what they pay in wages, my thought would be, oh, gee, do I feel really bad? Like, are these people paid kind of below market to work there? I actually found the opposite. It almost seems like when I compare what the starting hourly rate is for an Aldi employee, it's just as high, if not higher, than traditional full-service grocery stores. So some of that efficiency does spread over. It doesn't reduce the wages of the workers. So if you feel good about that kind of thing, I think that's a that's an important thing to call out when I learned more about Aldi. And it looked like they offer their employers, uh, their employees a full slate of workplace benefits like PTO, healthcare, retirement savings, so they can not just work in vain, save and invest for for a better day. And uh, one other thing I'd call out is you will see limited selection. Like if you want, if you're going in for a loaf of bread, there's essentially going to be just a limited number of options on a loaf of bread, for instance. When it comes to uh, soup, canned soup, there may be five or six different varieties. You're not going to get in a traditional grocery store, a wall of different soup options. So those are a few, that's a little bit of background on Aldi. Well, let's go shopping now, because this is exactly what we did. And this is a basket of just 12 things, um, 12 things that I, you know, I think a lot of people typically buy, but we periodically buy. So it's just 12 things that I want to call out. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to compare what they actually cost on a recent trip to Aldi. And then we went down the road to one of our local full-service groceries called Harris Teeter. And Harris Teeter is a Kroger-owned company. So I think they're pretty representative of most groceries you'd find throughout the U.S. um, or, or overseas. So ready to go shopping? So we're going to compare milk, bread, Cheerios, bananas, chicken breast, rice, canned chili, spit, a bag of spinach, eggs, yogurt, ground beef, and of course, for radish, we've got a bag of dog treats. So let's jump in. Milk. So a gallon of milk at Aldi, $2.50. Go over to Harris Teeter, $2.99. Bread. $1.69 a loaf, and that was for a loaf of whole wheat bread. And at Harris Tater, the same loaf cost $1.99. Hey, I want to call out here to keep this in parity. When I was shopping at Harris Teeter, um, we did use the store brand where available. Because if you think about it, Aldi is primarily private label store brand. I wanted to make sure we were shopping at Harris Teeter store brand to keep this as similar as possible. So bread was $1.69 at Aldi, $1.99 at Harris Teeter. I'll call this out because when you go to a full service store, really, are you going to buy brand name, store brand name on your items? 
you might, you might not, but you're, you might have temptation to look at the national brands. So here's an example of bread, $1.69 at Aldi. If you went to a national brand and just brought a loaf of wheat bread, that $1.69 jumps to $4.29. Let's start the day off with a bowl of Cheerios, why don't we? So the store brand at Aldi, it's $1.65. Uh, the store brand at Harris Teeter, $1.99. Let's look at General Mills, the national brand of Cheerios, $5.79 for the same size box. Good gosh. Bananas, pretty close, $0.34 cents per pound, $0.49 cents at Harris Teeter. I'll confess, that's the one thing I don't buy at Aldi. I don't buy bananas. Um, I don't like them as much. They don't ripen as well. They're not as, I just don't find them good. I love my Harris Teeter bananas. Um, they hold up the best. Regular chicken breast, one pound at Aldi, $3.99. Jump over to Harris Teeter, $4.99. A two pound bag of rice, a buck 33 at Aldi. We're going at a buck 79 at Harris Teeter. If you like a, a can of chili, $209 at Aldi, $269 over at Harris Teeter. And here's a big difference. A bag of spinach, an eight ounce bag of spinach, a buck forty-nine at Aldi, $399 at Harris Teeter. A dozen of eggs, a buck sixty-four at Aldi, two twenty-nine at Harris Teeter. It looks like I haven't seen Harris Teeter win a thing yet on this shopping list. A thirty-two ounce tub of Greek yogurt, three and a quarter at Aldi, four forty-nine over at Harris Teeter. Come on, Harris Teeter, you got to beat Aldi somewhere, don't you? Well, not yet. Ground beef. One pound, four fifty nine. That's the eighty twenty variety at Harris Teeter. That same thing's going to run you five dollars and forty nine cents a pound. And then finally, let's get something for radish. A twenty four ounce bag of dog treats, two fifty nine. The closest thing I could find to compare it over at Harris Teeter was five ninety nine. So let's add up. Let's check out on our two shopping trips. Now, these are only 12 items. Probably not going to feed you or a family for anything more than a couple days. But let's, let's keep this shopping trip. This is just an in and out shopping trip on 12 items. At Aldi, the total came to $27.15. Crosstown over at Harris Teeter, $39.18. So that's a $12.03 difference on just that small shopping trip. And this is the number that really jumped out to me. I was surprised if you shop the Aldi, if you shop at Aldi and just get their Aldi brands and go to Harris Teeter and get the store brands wherever you could, I was surprised at this. Aldi is still 39% cheaper on, just, on this shopping trip. And I would have thought like, oh, well, you'd save 40% if you bought the national brands. I didn't go in. I didn't realize there'd be still that much of a difference buying store brands at Harris Teeter versus Aldi. 
So that's our shopping trip. And I'll just do the numbers. I teased $226,000 or whatever of net worth. Your net worth would increase over a lifetime just by saving $100 a month on groceries. Well, that really is the case. Small micro decisions do add up over time. You know, I know the big ticket items, where you live, the car, uh, there's usually two or three things like that. Those have the most dramatic effect, but just a simple recurring expense for relatively the same thing over 30 years, over a lifetime, just $100 a month is a $226,000 difference to your net worth. But how do I get that figure? You can go into my wealth simulator calculator, which lets you do sensitivity analysis analysis from any spending category you have, where you can isolate in and say, you know, if I trimmed a month, and I did that for a period of time, how much money would I have? That's how I came up with that figure. So that was kind of interesting. So now let's listen to what, let's not just talk about what I have to say about Aldi. Let's look at some uh, listeners. So whenever I do an episode like this, I always like to pulse out to X, to listeners and followers to see what they have to say about Aldi. And boy, I got uh, over a hundred responses. I asked the question, what are your top of mind thoughts and your shop of and your personal shopping experiences at Aldi? So let's listen to what some folks had to say. Um, our friend Joe DeVito, he just simply said, love Aldi. Going over to Who's Guys, He said, and this kind of reminds me of my experience, Aldi is becoming our main store now. Their organic selection is growing. A friend Kelly Frog and Moon Mama on X, she says she loves Aldi. But for the love of shopping, (laughs) and this is an important call out, please introduce baskets for those of us who only need a couple of things. Yeah, that is kind of cumbersome. You're just going in to get five or six things. You don't want to mess with a shopping cart um, where you have to put a quarter in because you don't really need a whole big cart. But if a basket were there, it'd be nice to just put those items in it. So if you're listening, Aldi, Aldi marketing, if you're tuning into this episode, probably a pretty good no frill or low frill thing you can add at no costs. And if I just mention while I'm thinking about it, the whole 25 cent in the shopping cart, as we call it down south, buggy is really so they don't have shopping carts all over the parking lot and then have to have an employee go fetch them throughout the day. It's just a way of kind of enforcing orderliness in almost that beautiful German experience of having everything everything ready. My friend Dividend Dave up in Canada says, I don't think we have Aldi in Canada. Dave, you are right. I'll tell you what. We'll make an on-air trade anytime. I'll trade you one local Aldi in Charlotte for a Tim Hortons. How about that deal? Moving on to blue-collar investments. He says it's fast, cheap, fewer options, and some of the beers are actually decent. He said it's his go-to store now. I'll second that. About three or four years ago, I tried one of their... um, 
I don't even know what the beer was. It was just some IPA. I love IPAs. It was $6 for a six-pack. I figured how bad it could, could it be? Well, it could be bad, but it, for $6, I'll give it a try. And you know what? The damn thing was really good. On almost every shopping trip, I'd pick up a six-pack. And then suddenly it was gone. So that's one thing you'll find out about Aldi. It could be there today, gone tomorrow. It must have a lot to do with where they're sourcing and the suppliers they're using for the product. Lindsay Stamp says Aldi is top tier. Looking at a few other comments here, and I'll keep reading. Um, Wade Ballman, as we just went over our shopping list, he attests cheaper cereal, fruit, milk, veggies, but not as much variety. They can typically get about three quarters of their groceries there. Going on the going on down the list now, just a frugal scientist over in Nebraska. She says she goes there when she needs a few staples, and she finds them very similar to Trader Joe's in their selection. That you can buy just about everything you need, but Really not everything that you need. And I love Russ, Russ Knopf. My friend, my friend Russ says, they have upped their produce game. They've modernized their stores and what was once used to be a shameful place to shop because you were poor is now a chic way to grocery shop. I love that. <laughs> I, it's funny, my, my term for Aldi, I used to call Aldi the grocer of last resort. And I don't really think of that in those terms anymore. It's interesting to see uh, how he is, how he shares that sentiment as well. So those are just a few of the comments that uh, we got on Aldi. I hope you found this episode interesting. I hope it piqued your interest. If you don't shop at Aldi, um, if you and maybe consider it. It might be for you, but just like personal investing, I think grocery is grocery shopping is personal as well. But if you have a family and you're struggling struggling with food inflation over the last couple of years, and you're not the most picky foodie out there, you can probably do quite well and pocket a meaningful amount of your budget every month by just. Sh- by just simply shopping over at Aldi. So thanks, folks. Thanks for listening in. And as always, we make every hour your happy hour for your money here on the Money Happy Hour. Have a great day.